Hey, DJ Fluck here from Stadium Scenes Main Event. Networking has become more important than ever, so why are you still carrying around paper business cards that end up lost or in the trash? Our friends at Link have created a solution to that problem by getting your contact info directly into that person's phone with a simple tap from your plastic business card, a bracelet, or even an Apple Watch band. When it's time to update your contact info, make the change in their easy-to-use networking app. For listeners of Stadium Scenes Made Event, you can save 15% by typing in promo code StadiumScene, that's all one word, at checkout. To learn more, visit linkapp.com. That's L I N Q A P P.com. Timeout. It's time for the Stadium Scene Timeouts Podcast. What's up, everyone? My name is Dave Knittel, and I am one of the hosts of the Bros Talking Soccer podcast, along with my two actual brothers, Christian and Matt Knittel. We record a podcast discussing stories from around the soccer world at least weekly, though sometimes we record more often. We have an excerpt for you on today's Stadium Team Time Out series from one of our recent shows. You'll hear our intro and first topic discussed from episode 86. To hear the rest of the episode and hear our other shows, please search Bros Talking Soccer on your podcasting platform of choice or visit brostalkingsoccerpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at BT Soccer Pod and other social media sites by searching Bros Talking Soccer. Hope you enjoy this segment, and if you like what you hear, please let us know. With that, I'm going to momentarily shut up and pass you off to myself for the rest of this episode. Hope to talk to you soon. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 86 of the Bros Talking Soccer Podcast. My name is Dave Knittel. I am here live from our parents' basement, aka Christian's bedroom, with my two brothers, Christian and Matt. Christian, how are you doing today? Every week is just a little bit more deja vu, Dave. Yeah, yeah it's exciting. I'm doing great. It's exciting. We're all together. This I know, is just God, fascinating. It's just the greatest day of my life. Yes. Awesome. All over again. <laughs> Matt, how are you doing? Doing great, Dave. A uh, little, little fun fact, all of us at different points of our lives have actually lived in our parents' basement. Yeah, yes. the last one. Yeah, yeah. Well, well hey, there's still coming time. From, there's still coming time. from yeah. a forgotten child. Hey, I can... I can uh, well, I was the last one to actually first Oh, got yeah. it. So, okay. Yes, yeah, you no, will always have I will that. always have that over you. Okay. Don't act like you're going to try and steal that back. <laughs> All right. We got Dad over here in the background. Dad, how's it going? You're like it's a flashback from 15, 20 years ago or something. All right, awesome. We are we are happy to be here, guys. Doesn't really look like it, probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, guys, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for asking. I'm working on about 20 minutes of sleep, but uh, I watched Logan on my red eye flight and am just you running say? on adrenaline. That movie had so much violence it was and very dark. So yeah, and so uh, it powered me through the day. Had a little lull. Matt and I went foot golfing, and uh, you know, just just picked me up, and uh, that was great. Christian, do you have a trivia question for us this week? Uh, obviously. Thank you for asking, Dave. I know you've been a little forgetful with that the past couple of podcasts, so I appreciate you remembering that piece. So do you guys know the uh, first player in Premier League history to score four goals in a game? Okay, first player in the Premier, Premier League. League. Premier League. Okay. okay. That's a, it's a very important fact, so appreciate that clarity. The YouTube is freezing in the background here. I'm hoping that is just a YouTube glitch and uh, our audio is not messed up, but we'll find that out afterwards. So with that all being said, I'm going to pass it over to Matt for his topics this week. And so, Matt, you want to play host here? Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so first topic I want to talk about is the uh, MLS expansion team uh, that's coming to Miami. They're starting next season, is that correct? Or have they not officially been officially announced? Think, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, uh, today there's been leaked. It's, it's a rumored leak. Um, it's technically still not official, but they have a cool uh, crest that was just dropped with black and pink as their uh, main colors with two flamingos. And I was just wondering, do you guys think – do you put like a lot of stock in how a crest looks for a club, and like, do you think it's going to be? Oh, you know, you know I thought you were wearing black and it was black and pink, but I got black shorts on. Uh, that yeah, stand up. No there. one wants to see so you guys, like, in the middle of the screen. All right, all right. <laughs> so do you guys put a lot of stock in like what a crest is for a club, and does that matter, like, for you know the identity of them? Uh, I guess I'll take this one first. Yeah, yeah, um, I think that it's important for fans, but I mean. As a whole club, I don't think it really matters too much. I think that it's just something unique that separates you. But it, it, as a whole, it doesn't really matter too much. I just think it's it's really something cool and it's a differentiator for a lot of teams. Yeah, I, so I don't know how much it really matters, but I really like cool crests. Yeah. And for me, I actually personally like the more intricate crests. So I know the trend seems to be going to more simplified crests with Juve and whatnot. I like like the Union's crest is kind of a nice blend between um, – having a lot of different elements in there, but not being overly sort of intricate and things like that. And this Miami crest, I think does a good job of having a bunch of different elements while not being too overwhelming. And I really love the colors of pink and, and black for them. Okay. Yeah. And like you say, like for premier league teams and, you know, clubs that have been around for a long while, like how do you feel about them changing their crest? And like, do you think that has any effect on, you know, the fans or the support of the club? I don't really love the idea of changing a crest. I think it really is important to the identity of a club, and that's why it's really important to come out with the right one initially. And I think that's huge because fans get accustomed to it. Other fans, like not even of your team, get accustomed to it. And it's just a whole soccer world recognizes you by that one symbol. And yeah, they recognize you based on your uniforms and everything too. But I think the crest may be the most important identifier on a club, and to change it is a little bit bizarre. Yeah, and I don't think it should be changed every like five years or so, but I think there is a period of maybe every 15, 20 years because clubs evolved, the game evolves, and so I don't think you should just stick to one's yeah. crest forever. These teams have been around for 100 years plus in some instances, and their crest may not fit them anymore. Yeah. But I think if you're going to make a change, they need to involve the fans as much as possible and try to consult uh, you know, as many as many people as possible in that decision. Yeah, and you know, an example of that, a couple of years ago, City, you know, with all the money they have now, Manchester City, they kind of Oh, well, they did redo their crest. And me as a fan, I didn't like it, but I understand they're kind of changing the way the club, the culture. So going forward, I, I mean, I don't love the new crest, but I understand why they changed it. Yeah, I mean, Liverpool did the same thing with their crest. They have a just simplified Liverbird now on their uniforms and everything. And I don't really... It's live. It's liver bird. We had we had a very nice uh, YouTube commenter on our Liverpool video. Uh, he wasn't too nice, but uh, he Definitely pointed out did. that we were we were saying it wrong. So it's it's actually liver bird. So there you go. It's Liverpool, but it's liver bird. Don't it because it, it has to do with the name of the building or whatnot. So uh, oh yeah. Okay. So that's well, a little fun fact for you. Well, there you go. So yeah. the liver bird, which is a very important symbol, it's on the initial crest as well. So they just simplified it. And I really love the initial crest because it has the torches, which are really, really yeah. important to Liverpool's identity. But yeah, and I, I don't really have much else to add, but I know that they've changed it too. So I was just 
spinning off of that one. Dad, any any thoughts on logos or crests for soccer teams? Uh, I'm a creature habit. Creature habit? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love I love tradition and changing it, but I fully understand as things evolve over time, you know. And if the fans are involved, I really think then that's that that's okay. If that's what the fans want, because that's what it's about. So that was a little excerpt from our episode 86. To hear the rest of the episode and hear our other podcasts, go to brostalkingsoccerpodcast.com or search Bros Talking Soccer on your podcasting platform of choice. Thanks for listening today and hope to talk to you again soon. If you want to submit your podcast or video clip sample to the Stadium Scene Timeouts podcast, first you need to join our network. Check out the details at stadiumscene.tv under the SSTV network link. Once you're in the network, send us your 5-10 to 10 minute sample to media at stadiumscene.tv. We look forward to showcasing your work.